Welcome back, dear listeners, to another exciting episode of the Community Corner Podcast. I'm Arnov. And I'm Nikhil. And today we're going to be embarking on a captivating journey exploring the intricate connection between psychology and finance. Money is not just about transactions. It's a realm where the complexities of the human mind come into play. And so in today's episode, we're going to dive deep into the psychology of financial decision making. Yep. So why don't we start off by explaining to our viewers kind of a little bit more about getting a deeper understanding of behavioral economic, you know, that transaction, uh, mm-hmm. trans, uh, sorry, that, that interconnection between psychology, economics, and finance, and how it kind of molds our financial decisions. Yeah, so behavioral economics is a field that blends psychology with economics. It kind of acknowledges that humans don't always make rational choices. Instead, our decisions are shaped by emotions, cognitive biases, and social influences. And I think it's just fascinating exploration into the hidden drivers of our financial behaviors. Um, I think in one sentence, it's not just about the numbers on a balance sheet, it's about decoding the human psyche. I mean, exactly, right? 100%. So I think cognitive biases are kind of like silent puppeteers almost, kind of pulling the strings on our decisions, right? So I think there's a great example of cognitive bias, right? So let's take the confirmation bias, for example. And so what this means is that individuals tend to favor information that confirms their pre-existing beliefs. You know, we tend to not want to be open to a new idea that might conflict with our existing idea, right? And so in the financial realm, this bias might lead to someone to seek out information that supports their investment decisions while ignoring contradictory evidence. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, if you have an opinion and you go on Google and you try to find evidence that supports your opinion, you'll find it, right? But you're just kind of putting like a wall between the the thousands of pages of opinions that kind of contradict your own. And so by finding opinions that relate to what you think, you might feel acknowledged, right? You might feel better and like more confident in what you're doing, while in fact that bias is present when um, there's so much out there that doesn't. Like, for example, a flat earther, right? A flat earther would go out and search for evidence on why he's right, but not but not taking evidence on why he's wrong or he or she, right? And I think that can definitely be reflected onto the financial markets and kind of investment decisions. If someone feels like their investment decision is good and they hear one other opinion that kind of affirms that, then they'll be they'll stand their ground no matter what, which is like a good thing, but the bias is definitely... Um, there exactly and i think you know another big thing is peer pressure right and societal norms those also often exert kind of what i like to call like an unseen force really i think people tend to overlook it so i think you know these external forces really affect our financial decisions you know because they that desire to basically keep up with the spending habits of peers or you know whatever your peers are telling you whatever you think that other people are doing in society can lead to financial choices driven by more external pressures than personal financial goals. And I think, you know, a big example are, are brands like, you know, Gucci and a lot of designer brands because we tend to value it because whenever we see our peers buying it, we think that that associates them with being very rich, you know, being of this very upper class kind of vibe. And so we tend, that tends to affect our decision making. So even if we may not be able to afford it or it might not be the best decision financially, we might end up buying it. Mm-hmm. It's not just about the individual decisions, it's about the broader social context which shapes our financial behaviors. But kind of shifting gears for a bit um, in this episode, I just want to ask, why is it crucial for businesses and individuals to grasp the intricacies of the, psycho- of the psychology of financial decision making? 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, excellent question, right? So for businesses, understanding customer behavior can inform marketing strategies and product development, right? And I think for individuals as well, you know, that self-awareness of cognitive biases and emotions will really just allow for better, for better financial planning as well as, you know, financial decision making. And I think it's all about aligning financial goals with our inherent psychological tendencies. Mm-hmm. Knowledge becomes a powerful tool in navigating the psychological landscape of finance. Um, and I think it's kind of time to like leave or listen to some practical takeaways from this episode, right? And so it's for some advice for our viewers um, that we can offer for making better financial decisions armed with the understanding of psychology. I think one key tip that I just want to put out there is to kind of slow down and think before making significant financial choices, right? right? It's about recognizing your cognitive biases and emotions and kind of seek objective advice for when needed. It's all about looking at things objectively and not subjectively. It's all about think, looking at things from like an outside view and not um, personal emotional aspect, especially when it comes to financial decisions and how that kind of influences your investment making and the amount of money you're putting towards something. Um, I think another tip I just want to put out there is diversify your investments to mitigate the impact of emotional reactions and market fluctuation. So what does this mean, right? Um, try to kind of diversify the, in where you put your money in case one of them goes bad. You're still okay. You're like, you're not, your life savings isn't thrown away, especially when those decisions could be powered by the psychology of your human mind unintentionally or intentionally um, and how that can affect you overall and the like, financial implications of that. You know, definitely, I mean, great, definitely great advice. Definitely take a step back and understand kind of how your mental processes are kind of the key to financial well-being. That's definitely important. And I think, I think with that, we'd like to conclude this episode here on the Community Corner Podcast where we discuss the psychology of financial decision-making. We appreciate you all coming around, listening to the end of this podcast. And so until next time, peace. peace.